About this time tomorrow, I will send you a man. Anoint him ruler over my people Israel. He will deliver them from the hand of the Philistines. I have looked on my people, for their cry has reached me. 1 Samuel 9, 16 Dear God, you know everything there is to know about us. And since you created us, there's nothing that's hidden from you. Thank you for caring about what's in our hearts. We're sorry for the times we do good things just to be noticed by others. Thank you for knowing us inside out and loving us no matter what. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The first king of Israel, Saul. In our last story, we learned how God warned the Israelites about taking on a king, but they did not listen. In this story, we will learn how Saul is crowned the first king of Israel, as inspired by the book of First Samuel. Hello, friends. It's Joya Sadler. I'm glad you're back for another story from God's Word. Thanks for listening to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. In today's story, we get to know Israel's new king, Saul. We learn a lot about him and find some missing donkeys and watch Samuel get the new king ready for his big job. Listen in and see if you can tell how Saul is feeling about all this. Saul was a very tall man, and his head was entirely above anyone else. Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin, and the tribe of Benjamin is part of the nation called Israel. Saul's tribe was the smallest tribe. There was a day where Saul's father lost some donkeys, and he asked Saul to find them. Saul took a servant with him to help, But after looking for a long time, they could not see the donkeys. Saul wanted to give up, but the servant had an idea. The servant said, There's a man of God in a nearby town. Maybe he can tell us which way the donkeys went. The servant and Saul decided to go to the town, and they wanted to pay the man of God to tell them where the donkeys went. When they were going into the town, Some girls told them where to find the man of God. When Saul and his servant entered the town, they saw the man of God walking towards them. The man of God was named Samuel, but they did not know he was the man of God. Samuel knew who Saul was because God had told him the day before that Saul would come into town. When Samuel saw Saul, God told him again that it was Saul, the man who God had told Samuel about the day before. Saul asked Samuel, Where is the prophet? 
Samuel said to Saul, I am the prophet. Do not worry about your donkeys, because they are found. There are more important things we must do. Saul, you are about to be a king. Saul did not believe Samuel, because Saul's tribe was the smallest and his family was unimportant. Then Samuel and Saul made a sacrifice together. After, they ate a meal together. Saul was the guest of honor and had a delicious meal. Finally, Saul, his servant, and Samuel went to sleep. The next morning, Samuel asked Saul to send the servant back home. Saul told the servant to return home, and the servant went. Saul was surprised because Samuel told him a message from God. Samuel said, Saul, you will go to many places, meet many people, and do many things. The best thing is that you will be a different person because the Spirit of God will fill you. God chose you as the first leader of Israel. When Saul left Samuel, God completely changed Saul's heart. Saul went to many places, met with many people, and did many great things. Seven days later, Samuel came to find Saul to make him king of Israel. Saul was hiding from Samuel because he was nervous and afraid. Saul was not ready to be king. When the people asked where Saul was, God told them where Saul was hiding. When the people of Israel found Saul, they noticed how tall he was. Samuel said these powerful words to the people of Israel. Do you see the man God has chosen? Nobody is like Saul. The people who liked Saul yelled, Long live the king! Some people did not like Saul. They said mean things about him and would not be kind to him. Saul would not say anything to the people who disliked him. Saul knew he was chosen by God and had brave people who liked him. All right, it's finally official. Israel has a king, and his name is Saul. The name Saul literally means asked for or prayed for. Saul will find out in today's story exactly why he was given that name. Right off the bat in today's story, we see Saul described as someone very handsome and tall. If becoming king was all about what you looked like, Saul was the perfect choice. He looked like a leader, head and shoulders above the rest. He looked like a king. We also see that Saul's father was from the tribe of Benjamin, and he was a man of standing, meaning he was well known in the city and was wealthy. This was a family that people admired on the outside. Good name? Check. Tall and handsome? Check, check. Wealthy? Check. Good family? Check. So far, so good. But we don't see much of what Saul thought of God in these verses. Did he pray? Worship? Was he humble? Could he listen to God as Samuel could? We'll soon find out. You see, 
Sometimes it's easier to think about how good we look on the outside. I don't mean whether or not we're pretty or handsome. I mean the good things we do. We can go to church, say all the right things, and even know Bible verses by heart, all while our hearts are not close to God. Jesus talked about this a lot when he lived on earth. He said the Pharisees follow all the rules and know all about God, but their hearts are not clean inside. Having clean, pure hearts means that we do the things we do because we want to make God happy, not because we want to look good in front of other people. If you only do good things so people will notice and tell you how great you are, you act just like the Pharisees. But if you know and love God in your heart and do the right thing because it pleases Him, God sees that. That's the kind of person He can use to do great things. Pretty soon, we'll come across a little shepherd boy named David. Samuel will describe him this way, a man after God's own heart. That's because even though he wasn't perfect, David loved God and tried to please him before anyone else. Okay, I'm jumping too far ahead now. Back to Saul. So Saul's father lost some donkeys and asked Saul to help find them. His servant suggested they find the man of God to help them. That just so happened to be Samuel. Samuel was expecting Saul. He had been listening to God, as usual, the day before, and God told him all about the donkeys. Samuel didn't waste much time telling Saul what was really going on. You're going to be king. I wonder what Saul thought of that. The next day, Samuel told Saul even more. He told him that he was God's hand-picked chosen king. He said the Spirit of God would be with him and would help him with this great big job. He also said that Saul would do great things, go places, and meet many new people. Now about this time, Saul started getting a little nervous. It was a little like the feeling you get when you have an important championship game, dance recital, or something big is about to happen. You're happy, but you're also scared. Although he was nervous deep down, Saul knew God had chosen him. A lot of things were about to happen in Saul's life. Some would be good and some would be not so good. But for now anyway, the Spirit of the Lord was with Saul and the people finally had what they'd wanted for so long, their own crowned king. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you'll come back next time because Saul is going to lead the Israelites to victory and is going to end with one giant party. Remember what we always say. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed this podcast? I hope you'll leave a review to help other parents discover the show and spread the good news around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, 
Unapologetic, God's Truth on today's topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.